When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, let's talk about some winners last night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, let's lead off Major League Baseball. It lived up to the hype. Dodgers defeat the Giants 2-1. to one. Unfortunately, the check swing in the ninth inning happened. It's going to take away from what otherwise was a perfect night of baseball. That was a well-played game. That was a deciding game for the ages between the Dodgers and the Giants. Fun to watch. Enjoyed it. We locked in the under on Wednesday. We stuck with it on Thursday. That was the right call, and we cashed the ticket with ease on the Dodgers and the Giants. Then, then in the National Football League, oh, what a knee that was in the fourth quarter. Uh, the gambling world was just going crazy last night. couple things happened. Number one, the key numbers of three and seven might be changing with these modern-day coaches. With the Eagles going for two instead of kicking the extra point, that made it the six-point game. So the majority of the tickets and the majority of the money last night were on Tampa Bay, minus six and a half and minus seven, and then also the over 52 and a half. Tampa Bay driving at the very end. If they get a field goal, hey, the general public wins big, right? Instead, they take the knee, of course, which is the correct play, by the way. They take the knee. We cash on the under. Eagles fans cash on the plus six and a half and seven. So all of our podcast listeners in Philadelphia, which we have a ton of them, congrats, everyone. You're happy today, at least from a gambling perspective. You're still not happy with that offense, though. Still a lot of work to be done there on the offensive side of the football. But you got to win on the gambling side. And, hey, we can spend the cash then, right? So we win the two big games. Uh, we lose a college football game. Never trust Navy. That's my new rule. Never trust Navy. That offense I don't believe in. And then in hockey, we're ice cold. We're now like 0-3. Yes, we are 0-3 so far on NHL plays, but uh, we're going to keep playing it since there's another like eight months or 10 months of hockey to go. Well, let's get to baseball today first and foremost, though. Boston and Houston, game one in the American League. We are actually going to play an over. We don't play a ton of overs, but we're going to play Boston and Houston over the eight and a half. Chris Sale goes for Boston, 3.16 ERA year to date. He pitched once in the playoffs. He went one inning and gave up five runs against the Tampa Rays. He had a great August when he came back from injury, but after that, things have gone downhill. So we think the Astros are going to hit him hard tonight. Meanwhile, Framber Valdez goes for Houston, 3.14 ERA year to date. He pitched once in the playoffs. He got rocked as well. Four and a third innings, four runs against the White Sox. Post-All-Star break, his ERA was a little bit higher at a 3.26. And for some reason, his ERA is also higher at home with a 3.47. Keep in mind, I'm not a big fan of either one of these two teams' bullpens. So with starting pitchers that are going to be questionable to begin with that may give up, give up five, six runs in the first four or five innings, I like my odds of going over with the bullpens. So we're going to play Boston and Houston over the eight and a half in game one of the American League championship series next up we got a couple college football games tonight couple additional plays in college football let's lead off with Syracuse and Clemson the line open at 17 
We decided to wait till it got to 13 and a half to play the plus side. Makes no sense. Horrible handicapping by us. We should have locked it in earlier, but we're going to get the Qs now at 13 and a half on the plus side. Year to date, Syracuse, three and three straight up, five and one against the spread. Last three games, they beat Liberty 24-21. We had played Liberty. They lost to Florida State 33-30. They lost in overtime to Wake Forest 40-37. We bet Wake Forest. So we are this season, I think, 0-4 when we bet against the Cuse. They're 5-1 against the number. They've been a dog six out of seven games so far. It is time for us to get on the Cuse train and say, Dino Babers, we apologize for questioning you early in the year. You're 5-1 and one against the number. We're going to ride you now. Meanwhile, Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, 3-2 and two straight up, 0-5 against the number. Last three games, they beat Georgia Tech in a thriller, 14-8. Lost to NC State, 27-21. And then in a thriller again, they beat Boston College, 19-13. This is not the, or the Clemson of old. There is no Trevor Lawrence coming through the door after the bye week. Unless they fix the offense over the bye week, Clemson, I don't know how they're still favored by basically two touchdowns. If you like Clemson, you might as well parlay the over 44 and a half with it because Syracuse will score 14 to 17 points tonight. And I like the Cuse on the plus side, plus 13 and a half. And then we go to San Jose State, where it is the Aztecs of San Diego State taking on the Spartans of San Jose State. The line is nine and a half. The Spartans are three and three straight up, one and five against the number. Their last three games, they lost 23 to three to Western Michigan. They beat New Mexico State 37-31, and they lost at Colorado State 32 to 14. Meanwhile, the Aztecs and Brady Hoke, what a season it is for them. I think they're flying under the radar a little more than they should. They're five and oh straight up, four and one against the number. They have wins against Arizona and Utah this year. Their last game, they beat New Mexico 31-7. So we're going to ride the trends in this one. Spartans have lost their last five against the spread. Aztecs are 4-1 against the spread. So they're a hot football team. So we're going to lay the 9.5 tonight with San Diego State, minus 9.5 against San Jose State. So those are your two college football games for tonight. We'll get through the rest of the Saturday card in just a moment. But we're required to give you a hockey play. Yes, indeed. We are 0-3 so far. So tread lightly or live up to the show's name. Feel free to fade us, okay? We're going to play the Flyers minus one and a half on the puck line against Vancouver. That pays out a very nice 160 on the $100 wager. It is the opening night for Philadelphia. The Flyers have yet to play. Meanwhile, Vancouver, they lost their first game of the year in overtime to Edmonton on Wednesday. So our NHL play, minus one and a half to Philadelphia against Vancouver. Now, let's get to college football on Saturday. We've given you a lot of plays already, but we got three breaking plays for you. Let's start with South Carolina and Vanderbilt. The Gamecocks, four and two to the under this year. The last three games, they lost 16 to 10 to Kentucky. They beat Troy 23 to 14 and they lost at Tennessee 45 to 20. Meanwhile, Vanderbilt is three and three to the under. Their last three games, they got blanked by Georgia, 62 to nothing. They beat the somewhat division one football program in Yukon, 30 to 28, and they got blanked by the Florida Gators, 42 to nothing. 
So this week, Beamer's been taking some heat about his offense at South Carolina, but I like his defense a lot. And Vandy didn't score against Georgia and Florida. I'm not saying South Carolina's defense is Georgia or Florida, but I don't think Vandy's going to score much in this game. And we know this season, South Carolina hasn't shown very much offense. So I don't think they can score 42 to beat me. So I'm going to play South Carolina and Vandy to stay under the 51. And then there are some rules and principles that I have to follow. Okay. I am an under player. And you know that if you listen to this podcast, I like a lot of unders. And unders give you ulcers. I get that. It's stressful. You're always thinking you're going to get beat. You're always looking at what could go wrong next. But when a total is out there at 82, it is a part of my requirement as an under player that I have to play it, okay? Because I really only need like three stops in the game to stay under 82. And we get that opportunity this week. It is Ole Miss and Tennessee under 82. Tennessee this year, the Volunteers, four and two to the over. But five of their six games would have gone under this number, okay? Old Miss, Lane Kiffin loves to score. They are three and two to the over this year. But only one of their five games would have gone over this total, okay? So what this tells me is we all watched last week where Tennessee was scoring at will. Mississippi was scoring at will. Neither team plays great defense. I get it. 82, though, is a ton of points. It's SEC football. I'm going to play the under 82. I'm just hoping for three stops. If I get three stops, I think we keep it under 82. They basically have to have a perfect offensive day. So many 50-plus yard big plays to to, to beat me. Yeah, I'll take my chances. We're going to take the under 82. I'm an under player. I can't play an over 82. And if I see an 82 on the board, I got to play it. So, We're going Mississippi and Tennessee under the 82 as I talk in circles. We are going to give you an overplay, though, just to make the overplayers a little happier out there. We're going UT San Antonio and Rice over the 54. I know that's the game you wanted to watch on TV the most, but if you're going to cash a ticket, it's always fun to watch, right? So UT San Antonio, they gave up 30 points to Illinois. We've seen the Illinois offense. They do nothing, but UT San Antonio gave up 30 to them. They gave up 46 to Western Kentucky. But oh, by the way, on offense, they averaged 37.5 points per game. So they can score themselves. Rice this year, they're giving up an average of 38.6 points per game. So you're telling me Rice just needs to get to 10 to 17. I think the UT San Antonio defense is bad enough to give up 17 points to Rice. I think there's at least three to seven points of value on this line. So we're going to play the over between UT San Antonio and Rice over the 54. So those are your add-on games to our college football card. Then let's go through the rest of the college football plays that we dropped basically on Monday or Tuesday. We broke a few down during the course of the week, but let's get to the rest of the card as a recap real quick. System play this week. We have Baylor minus six against BYU. That's a required play. Baylor minus six against BYU. We have Nebraska minus four against Minnesota. We have Central Florida plus 21 against Cincinnati. We have Texas minus five and a half against Oklahoma State. We have the Horn Frogs of TCU plus 12 against Oklahoma. We have Eastern Michigan on that gray turf I love so much, plus three against Ball State. We have Iowa, a not happy Iowa, minus 11 and a half over Purdue. We have Alabama and Nick Saban trying to rebound, minus 17 
at Mississippi State. We have Kansas State and Chris Kleiman getting six at home against Iowa State. We have Arkansas minus three and a half against Auburn. We have Utah State minus six at UNLV. And we have a Louisiana Tech minus seven against UTEP. So a good mix of favorites and underdogs on that card. We have a mix of home teams and road teams. I don't think we're too imbalanced this week. I think we have a fairly level card. It's a large card now, but I think it's a good card. So that's your college football card for Saturday. We have a couple games tonight once again, so don't forget about them. We got San Diego State minus the nine and a half and Syracuse plus the 13 and a half. And then we got a whole bunch of plays for Saturday, of course. Our National Football League card will drop on Saturday for Sunday. NFL, Monday we won, Thursday we won. Hey, maybe good trends going again. So we'll find out. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.